This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. If you enjoy tuning in to the CBS Evening News, there are official t-shirts, hats, mugs, and more available for purchase at ParamountShop.com. These products are perfect for any fan of Evening News, and you can take 20% off with code EVENING20. That's 20% off all CBS Evening News products with code EVENING20 at ParamountShop.com. Tonight, we've got the very latest on that monster winter storm that is stretching over 2,000 miles and bringing dangerous travel conditions to more than a dozen states. Treacherous travel across the country with heavy snow, freezing rain, and ice causing accidents and canceling more than 5,000 flights. And the weather threat continues through the week. We'll have the forecast. Deploying troops to Eastern Europe. The Pentagon's big announcement. 3,000 U.S. service members move closer to Ukraine as new satellite pictures show Russian troops amassing on the border. COVID and kids. Tonight, the new numbers on just how many of America's children are getting vaccinated. Racial discrimination in the NFL. Why the former head coach of the Miami Dolphins is suing the league and three football teams. Gun violence in America. Our exclusive interview with the acting ATF director. Why untraceable guns are a big factor in rising crime. This is a ghost gun. We're going to try it out. CNN in turmoil. After Chris Cuomo's firing, the president of the network resigns over a consensual relationship with a co-worker. And overcoming adversity, how one man wants to pay it forward. This is the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell, reporting from the nation's capital. 
Good evening and thank you for joining us as we follow a number of big news stories tonight. And we want to begin with a dangerous winter storm moving across the nation with a mix of heavy snow, freezing rain, ice and brutally cold temperatures. The heaviest snow totals today are expected from St. Louis to Cleveland, while central Illinois and northern Indiana could see more than 18 inches before it's all over. More than 110 million Americans are under winter storm alerts in at least 25 states from Colorado to Maine. Yep, it's big. The storms mean travel nightmares across much of the country, with airlines canceling more than 5,000 flights for today and tomorrow. We'll have a forecast for where the storm is headed next in a minute. But first, CBS's Janet Shamlian joins us from hard-hit Chicago and windy Chicago. Good evening, Janet. Nora, good evening. The Windy City living up to the billing tonight. This is a massive storm impacting a wide swath of the middle of the country. And the next chapter could be equally as dangerous. Rain turning to sleet and sheets of ice. A brutal winter storm barreling across more than a dozen states. 2,000 miles of mess. Snow. Sleet. Freezing rain and Arctic cold. We're never prepared for it, but it's, it is what it is. Interstate 70 near Kansas City grinding to a halt, littered with semis turned like toys. A jackknifed FedEx truck along an Illinois interstate, snow piling up so quickly near Peoria, cars stopped in their tracks. Let the plows do their thing and then come out later on. It's, it's, it's one lane and it's you're sliding all over the place. Airlines canceled more than 5,000 flights today and tomorrow. Tonight, concern about sleet and ice in Texas. Almost a year after a freeze there led to one of the nation's biggest blackouts. And here in Chicago, amid sloppy roads tonight, a number of schools have already announced they will grow remote or close altogether tomorrow. Nora. Janet, thank you very much for being out there in the cold. We appreciate it. Well, now to the forecast and where this nasty weather is headed next. Let's turn to CBS's Lonnie Quinn. Hey there, Lonnie. Hey, Nora. Well, right now, if you look at the radar picture, there's actually two different sections of this storm that we're looking at. If you pull that radar up, you'll see what I'm talking about. One section is up around the Ohio Valley. The other section is down around Texas. And the Texas wing, if you will, really shows the character of this storm. It's serving up everything. Rain, sleet, snow, uh, freezing rain, icing conditions out there. The ice is by far the most dangerous that Mother Nature serves up. I talked about this yesterday, and the futurecast will show us that by tomorrow morning, icing is taking place from Dallas over towards Little Rock, up into Memphis to Cincinnati. That's a tough situation to be on the roads. As you push into Friday, that icing moves into the northeast. Now, it may not be icing for everybody because some people will be at the freezing mark or above the freezing mark. I mean, the temperatures on Friday, you're 32 degrees, maybe 33 degrees around Providence. So maybe you're getting the icing, but maybe you're not. But look at Fort Worth. It's 12 degrees. That's the cold air that will move in by Saturday. And everybody, if it's wet on your roadways Friday, it's going to be frozen by the time you get to Saturday. All right, Nora, that's the very latest. The big snow tolls will be well north of that line that I just showed you. It's all yours. Lonnie Quinn, thanks. Well, tonight, the standoff with Russia has escalated with the U.S. saying it will deploy thousands of troops to allies in Eastern Europe as a message to Putin. CBS's Charlie Daggett reports tonight from inside Estonia, the former Soviet republic and now a member of NATO. It's important that we send a strong signal to Mr. Putin and, frankly, to the world that NATO matters to the United States. It matters to our allies. 
That signal, shipping out 2,000 troops from Fort Bragg, North Carolina, to Poland and Germany, and redeploying roughly 1,000 forces from Germany to Romania. The decision comes as new satellite imagery reveals a Russian troop buildup in areas bordering Ukraine, including Belarus, where joint military drills took place today with tanks and combat helicopters. Countering that threat in the Baltic nation of Estonia this week, America has been flexing its own military might, sending a squadron of F-15 fighters to strengthen NATO policing missions. These American fighter jets have been deployed with NATO partners on the alliance's eastern flank, right along the border with Russia. And the mission has never been more critical. What we're primarily looking for is any aircraft that are operating outside of normal international rules that might infringe on NATO airspace. Such as the Russian fighter jet we're told was intercepted in these skies just last weekend. With tensions rising in Ukraine, the aim is to reassure NATO partners while keeping Russia on watch. The Pentagon has made clear no U.S. combat troops would be sent to Ukraine itself. Today, Russia called the deployment of American forces destructive and unjustified. Nora? Charlie Daggett, thank you. Turning now to COVID, the CDC said today that people who are not vaccinated are 97 times more likely to die from COVID than those who are vaccinated and boosted. COVID deaths remain at their highest level in nearly a year and have now surpassed the worst days of the autumn surge caused by the Delta variant. CBS's Nancy Chen has more. Today, the White House said it'll be ready to start distribution of Pfizer's vaccine for children ages six months to four years old as soon as the FDA authorizes it. We would have vaccines available for essentially all age groups in America. This would be a major milestone. It's welcome news for Nicole Hansen, a mother of two kids under four. The vaccine would mean a return to daycare and normalcy. I feel like I'm not 100% a good mom or 100% a good employee because I'm having to constantly juggle. But only about 30% of parents say they would get their children under the age of five vaccinated immediately. And only 38% of five to 17 year olds are fully vaccinated. Washington, D.C. elementary school principal Bricken Kiplinger has made it his mission to get shots in arms, often calling parents himself. 80% of his eligible students have now had at least one dose. Haven't always gotten the the answer I was hoping for, but uh, keep the faith and keep your eyes on the prize and every shot into an arm is is a big win. The vaccine also needs CDC sign-off before kids under five could get it, which could be as soon as early March. Nora? That's some good news. Nancy Chen, thank you. Well, there was a big shakeup in the world of cable news today. CNN President Jeff Zucker abruptly resigned after acknowledging a consensual relationship with a co-worker. Details of the relationship came to light during the investigation into now-fired CNN anchor Chris Cuomo. CBS's Jerinka Duncan has more. He was one of America's most powerful moguls who propelled the careers of media stars. Today, his exit came suddenly. In his resignation letter, Jeff Zucker admitted to a consensual relationship with another executive at CNN. I was required to disclose it, Zucker wrote, but I didn't. I was wrong. 
In a separate statement, CNN chief marketing officer Allison Gullist admitted to the relationship the two met more than 20 years ago when both were at NBC. Zucker's downfall comes just two months after CNN anchor Chris Cuomo was fired for not disclosing the extent of his involvement and advising his brother, then New York's governor, on how to handle sexual harassment allegations. During the Chris Cuomo investigation, Zucker was asked about his own relationship with Gullis. What stands out as problematic when you look at why he resigned? Leadership and culture starts from the top. And if he's not following it, I don't know how they can expect any employee to follow it. Today, CNN host Allison Camerata defended Zucker. These are two consenting adults who are both executives. That that they can't have a private relationship um, feels wrong. The network's Brian Stelter says it may all be a domino effect from Chris Cuomo's firing. There were reports that he wasn't going to get paid the millions of dollars that were going to be on the remainder of his contract. So as a source uh, said to me earlier today, he was trying to burn the place down. A source close to Chris Cuomo tells CBS News he had no involvement in exposing Zucker's relationship. As for Gullis, last year she was rumored to have been next in line to take Zucker's position if he stepped down. As of right now, she is staying put at CNN. Nora. Trika Duncan, thank you. Former Miami Dolphins head coach Brian Flores is speaking out after filing a proposed class action lawsuit against the NFL and three teams over alleged racist hiring practices. Flores appeared with his lawyers on CBS Mornings and said he filed the suit because it's time for the NFL to change. CBS's Manuel Bohorquez reports. Today on CBS Mornings, former Miami Dolphins coach Brian Flores described how he felt ahead of an interview for the head coaching job with the New York Giants. Humiliation, disbelief, uh, anger. That's because, according to this proposed class action lawsuit, a texting mix-up by his former boss, New England Patriots coach Bill Belichick, seemed to confirm the job was already someone else's. It went to Brian Dable. Flores alleges he was considered only to fulfill the NFL's so-called Rooney Rule, a rule requiring teams interview minority candidates. To go on what was going to be a, what felt like or what was a sham interview, I was, uh, I was hurt. And, but you uh, went knowing that you probably weren't going to get it. I what? did. The Giants responded, saying in part, Brian Flores was in the conversation to be our head coach until the 11th hour. Ultimately, we hired the individual we felt was most qualified to be our next head coach. The NFL said in a statement that its clubs are deeply committed to ensuring equitable employment practices and called the accusations without merit. Flores's allegations against his former boss go a step further, alleging that Dolphins owner Stephen Ross offered him $100,000 for each game the team lost in order to secure a better draft pick, which he says he refused to do. And you think it hurt your career? I think it, I think it hurt my standing with, with, within the organization um, and ultimately was the reason why I was let go. The Dolphins said, in part, we vehemently deny any allegations of racial discrimination and the implication that we acted in a manner inconsistent with the integrity of the game is incorrect. Dolphins owner Stephen Ross has not yet commented on the accusations himself. As for the NFL, here's how the numbers stack up. About 70 percent of players are black, but of the 32 teams, only three head coaches are men of color and only one of them is black. Nora? Manny Bohorquez, thanks. 
President Biden is meeting with New York City's new mayor tomorrow to discuss the wave of gun violence plaguing America's cities. Illegal guns are a big part of the problem, especially ghost guns that can be easily purchased with no background checks. CBS's Jeff Begays has an exclusive interview with the top federal official in charge of getting those guns off our streets. Dion, it's Houston police. Let's do this. Yeah. If you're looking for a reason why crime is spiking, your hands I can see him. The ATF says unregistered and untraceable homemade weapons are key. So-called ghost guns can be made on a 3D printer. This is a ghost gun. We're going to try it out. It's something that you can produce on a printer that costs less than $200. Earl Griffith, an ATF firearms officer, says a small conversion device like this one can turn a legal semi-automatic handgun into an illegal machine gun. How many rounds a minute was that? So that that was uh, about 30 rounds. 30 rounds? Yes. So you essentially emptied the clip? Emptied the magazine of 33 rounds, yeah. Conversion parts are so easy to make that we watched as this 3D printer assembled one in about 45 minutes. Marvin Richardson is the acting director of the ATF. How have ghost guns complicated the job of ATF agents? You can buy a box of firearms parts and you can assemble those firearms together. Uh, And I've seen videos on YouTube uh, where you can see people doing it in record time, 20, 23 minutes. Last year, police in Chicago seized over 400 ghost guns. New York, over 200. Richardson says so-called trigger pullers, criminals, and gang members using guns are well-known to law enforcement. So what we've learned is that those people that we go after uh, have an average of eight arrests prior to us having that contact with them. Eight arrests. And, And in many instances, eight violent criminal arrests. And Jeff Begays joins us now with more of his excellent reporting. So, Jeff, these ghost guns, obviously a big problem, but they're not the only reason for the spike in crime, right? Well, that's right. If you talk to law enforcement, they'll tell you it's the court system at times shutting down because of the pandemic. In some cases, it's a revolving door. They arrest the suspects and the suspects get right back out on the streets. Jeff, thank you. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? or the friends you find along the way. Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Today was the first day of Whoopi Goldberg's two-week suspension from The View after she said on the air that the Holocaust was, quote, not about race. Well, ABC News President Kim Godwin called Goldberg's comments wrong and hurtful and asked Goldberg to take time to reflect. It is important to remember and never forget that Hitler and his Third Reich believed in their racial purity and considered the Jewish people to be an inferior race. And that is what led to the death of six million Jews. 
Tonight, four suspected drug dealers are under arrest for allegedly supplying the fentanyl-laced heroin that killed actor Michael K. Williams last September. Prosecutors say Williams died of an overdose just hours after buying the drugs on a New York City street, a deal that, look, was caught on surveillance video. The main suspect, who investigators say personally handed the deadly drugs to the actor, was captured in Puerto Rico. And there's big football news here in Washington. The longtime NFL franchise franchise that changed its name to the Washington football team is now officially the Washington Commanders. They unveiled their new name, logo, and burgundy and gold colors today. The name Commanders was chosen, chosen after a two-season search. Some of the op- other options were the Red Hogs, Admirals, and Presidents. We kick off our Black History Month series with a young man who hopes to use artificial intelligence to solve real-world problems. If you think that's impressive, wait until you hear the rest of his story. CBS's Carter Evans reports. Didn't know my father, still don't know his name, and then my mom was actually in prison while I was born. How Cody Coleman went from prison baby to running a Silicon Valley startup is hard to imagine, even for him. Still really hasn't hit me, you know? It's crazy. Adopted by his grandparents in South Jersey, Coleman grew up in poverty, battling hunger. His mentally ill mother bounced in and out of his life, at one point hoarding dozens of animals. I'm actually allergic to cats and dogs. I'm just sick the entire time. And nobody really notices? Yeah, no one really noticed. Going to school was just kind of an escape for me. He discovered a love of computers. His math teacher encouraged him, even helped get his braces fixed. I felt like you know, for the first time that I wasn't alone. His older brother urged him not just to apply to college, but to the best schools. A switch flipped in my head, and I went from thinking, you know, like, why bother to to why not? When he was accepted to MIT, a high school teacher set up a fund for food. He went on to get his Ph.D. at Stanford. At 30, investors are pouring millions into his company, Coactive, where he's developing artificial intelligence that will allow anyone to sort through millions of images in seconds. It seems like a miracle happened, but at every step of the way, it was just kind of these small little things. When I was growing up, even on my best days, it seemed like my future was bleak. And now even on my worst days, my future seems bright. Carter Evans, CBS News, San Jose. Such an important message. Small little things can help change someone's life. Tomorrow in our series, Eye on America, we visit a Florida homeless shelter that does more than just provide a warm meal and place to stay. And if you can watch us live, set your DVR so you can watch us later. That's tonight's CBS Evening News. Good night. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Download speeds up to one gigabit per second. Cox internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Hi, it's Stephen Colbert, and I'm here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is the podcast of The Late Show with me, Stephen Colbert. And I'm here with my uh, producer of the podcast, Becca. Hi, Becca. Hi, Stephen. So what do people get when they listen to The Late Show Pod Show? Let's, let's sell this thing. The extended moments, for sure, because we run out of time for broadcast, but we have plenty of time on the podcast. It's kind of like being a live audience member of the show because you get things that no one else hears. Listen to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you get your podcasts.